Welcome to Life with AI, Unlocking Your Third Brain. In these short episode series, we'll unravel the profound ways AI is reshaping our lives. Dive in with me as we uncover tools and insights that empower you to elevate your health, intellect, and help you work with maximum efficiency. I'm your host, Richard Fala. Is AI going to kill us? And what is the concept of the third brain? In these short episode series, I'll be discussing exactly the answers to those questions. Now, the name of this episode or the series is Life with AI, Unlocking Your Third Brain. And the name stems from the fact that the community is split between those who believe that AI is out to harm us and should be controlled, those who believe AI is a fad and is going to go away tomorrow, and those in between, like myself and many of you, who really see the potential of this technology and who believe that it's going to make a significant impact on their lives, fitness, health, medicine, relationships, and much more. And this is the core of this podcast, Life with AI, adapting to the new way of life using this amazing achievement of human engineering. The second part, the idea of the third brain, is how this tool available to you at your phone, on your desktop, and probably in your home devices very soon, available to everybody, regardless where they are, as long as they have internet access and a device, they could literally get access to amazing expertise with one question. You have almost every book published, every article, uh, the entire Wikipedia of the world, videos, most of, of the videos are being ingested into the engines as well to give you the most accurate result possible. It will never be perfect. But right now, AI is at its infancy. And even now, it's so good that it is just like having thousands of professionals ready to answer your questions. So outsourcing that thinking and, uh, and freeing up your mind so you can get better at other things is really the idea of the third brain. Now, there are some books and podcasts and smart people who talk about organizing your second brain or building a second brain. Credits to... Uh, Tiago Forte, who talked about that in his podcast, but they're focused on how you can organize the information that you need access to on an ongoing basis in your phones, in your apps, in a very efficient way. I'm really bridging the gap between our day-to-day lives, our you know efforts to become better beings, physical, mental, emotional, psychological, and how this AI is going to serve us. To get there. So that's where the name Life with AI Unlocking Your Third Brain stems from. Now, why am I qualified to talk about this? Uh, I will never claim that I am an expert in AI or I am a guru in AI. These are claims for other people. But I can tell you that I've been building a te- marketing technology with my team over the past 10 years. It's called VBout. I highly encourage you check us out or you can uh, look me up to connect. Um, and I've built with my team, credits to my smart engineers that I work with, who have built models, predictive modeling, uh, intent detection, sentiment analysis, and much more. So we understand the technology really well prior to the kind of trend that started to surface last year. We even adopted OpenAI which is the first, well, not, not the first, but one of the companies who really made it accessible to everybody uh, whenever they first launched. We started to build in 
experiment with these technologies. And we're also building an amazing new product called Open Build that's going to help you build your own online recipes, be it um, to optimize your daily output on things, um, to have you know daily processes that are going to be running over your you know OpenAI or uh, Bard, which is the Google Smart Engine, Claude, which is an anthropic engine, uh, Midjourney to generate photos. So you can create your own recipes using a very simple drag and drop interface. Highly encourage you join our beta um, so you can get the first access when we launch it soon. So this is why I think I have some information to bring to you from a founder's perspective who really had to look at the data in depth. And we teach these on a monthly basis anyways. We have hosted hundreds and hundreds of workshops, educational events, online webinars to teach people how to market better and be more efficient overall. So I have a little bit of knowledge that I would love to share with you at this uh, stage of my life because I do believe that even you know the, the best of things have been built on the shoulders of giants. So whatever information I have learned from others, I would like to pass on to you. Um, all right, so for today, I'm just gonna walk you through a very brief history of AI and where it's headed to set the precedence for this podcast. Now, many of you know that AI is not new. In fact, AI started in the mid 20th century with um, Alan Turing, who started the concept of machine intelligence, how machines can do intelligent things that we do on a day to day, particularly, uh, you know, on, on a very kind of um, on, on a basic level. And in the 1956 at Dartmouth conference, the idea of artificial intelligence surfaced, right? That's the first time they used that word, word artificial intelligence, AI, in the general sense of things. Now, there was more hype around this, uh, and the first chatbot in the 1960s was born, which was really exciting, okay? So chatbots are, are from the 1960s. Eventually, this kind of died out a bit because computing power was very expensive, very limited. Processes are not even nearly as close as the weakest machine you have at home today. Or, you know, your 10-year-old phone probably have more compute power than the best machines back in the 1960s. So it died out a bit, and it resurfaced again in the 80s, in the 90s with image detection. You can detect objects in photos, and then obviously in the 2000s, you have autonomous machines, self-driving cars, and things that influence us today. You have Netflix powered with AI. You have Google Maps, Google Search. You have Amazon. Uh, you have your home devices and your assistants on your phone powered with AI. So these are things that have been in our lives for the past decade. But AI has been very specialized. You had things specialized in machine learning and image detection and voice, which was very, um, I would say, robotic to a certain point and others. But then came generative AI. And let's just call it the pre-chat GPT era, where it became very good at doing a lot of things. It can do very good predictions. 
It can do amazing photo detection, speech synthesis and speech analysis. It can produce videos, it can produce images. I mean, the things it can do nowadays is, is amazing. So let me share with you this, this real life application of generating a photo. All right, so let's look at this together. This is a realistic photo generated through a command. So this one is using Adobe Firefly. They launched their own AI engine to generate photos. This one is Mid Journey, and this one is Dolly 3. This is where we are in this podcast, in the Dolly 3 post-release. All you have to do is type in a close-up candid shot of a happy young woman wearing a blue scarf on a vacation in Santorini, white buildings and blue domes. You can get very creative with these shots. Now, the funny thing is when I ask people, can you give me a command so I can show you the power of this technology? They say dog or cat. But the reality is you can give it very long and very specific details that could turn it into real life stuff. But it goes beyond real life photos. This one actually focuses on lighting. So you can pass it a lighting command. And, and this one is interior design command. So these machines, obviously, these tweet photos generated by Adobe Firefly, Midjourney, and Dali 3 have a, a very good style sense. Continuing with, um, you know, just graphics, text with graphics, to landscapes, close-up photos, vector design. I mean, this is amazing. It would take somebody a lot of time to create this, or you can go and buy these from, uh, you know, a third-party marketplace, right? Now you can generate a command and you can download it and you can use this graphics for your own purpose. And this can go on and on. By the way, credits to Chase uh, Lian for, for doing these on Twitter. All right, let's come back to the core of this conversation is life with AI. I just wanted to give you a little hint of how good this thing is. It generated through a command. So pre-era of ChatGPT and this amazing technology was very specialized. After that, it became very good in a lot of things. And this is what makes it so um, attractive for developers and builders and investors because now we can take that layer which is accessible to us and we can build things on top of it. This is why in the next year, if not already here, you will see the applications you already use have these, you know, AI assistant, um, you have AI generators, you have AI analysis right there embedded inside those apps. Okay. It's inevitable. It's here to stay. It is already in your life. Now, I mean, the CEO of Google, Sundar Pichai, said AI is the most important thing. Things humanity is working on right now. All the AI of stuff. It's more profound than electricity and fire. And many will agree with that or have repeated that in just a different context. It is so important for us to continue working on this technology. It's unleashing a new era of productivity, uh, a new um, marketplace of things that are going to arise. You're going to have people losing their jobs. We'll talk about that in probably some future podcasts and people are going to be 
really reaping the benefits of this amazing, amazing breakthrough. All right, last but not least, why is this relevant and what we're going to be discussing in the future? I do believe that AI is really helping us save time. That's really it. And I'll tell you why, because it could consume time or it can save us time. For example, a very basic search on Netflix that yields a result based on your previously watched things ultimately can cost you two hours of your time because you're watching that movie or the episode or whatever. Using Google Maps versus printing out a, you know, an old fashioned uh, kind of printout of your directions and saving an hour or 30 minutes. I know I've done that in the past where I made the wrong detour and I wasted an hour of my time. I mean, I've gained half hour. And if you compound these over all these different applications from better search, faster analysis of large documents and data, you will save so much time. And this is the most important commodity that we will never buy back. It doesn't matter if you're trillionaire or zillionaire, you'll never buy one second of your life. So with that being said, AI's one of the main benefits of AI is going to save you time, potentially also cost you time. So that's it. This is the history of AI. It's here to stay. And these episode series, I'll be bringing forth to you our human, basic human desires from the desire to be more fit and more healthy, desire to eat better, the desire to be more productive at work, to just overall living, better living, and how the AI can help us with that. So I'll humanize the adoption of AI through our podcast. Now, if you like this content, if you're interested, I would love to hear from you. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, whatever it may be. You know how this works at this point. And other than that, thank you so much for joining me. Next episode will be about AI and fitness. So if you're looking to improve your fitness and you want to get in a better shape and you want to create an exercise routine, I'm going to create a framework for you for that. And I'm going to show you how AI can help you implement it. So thank you for watching this episode and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you.